Hi sis, you've come to the right place. Living Content Podcast is rooted in the knowing that we are already healed, divine, made perfect, whole and complete. The conversations here are more about remembering that, getting to know ourselves better through different healing modalities. Here, we learn to grant ourselves access to ourselves now. We affirm ourselves of our worthiness for peace, great joy, love and abundant wealth embedded even here where we find ourselves. This here is a safe space for women to heal, cultivate joy and sisterhood. I am your host, Olarado, and I hope that this episode is a soft, sweet reminder that you are not alone. Hello, sis, and the brother in the room. Hello, fam. Welcome to Living Content Podcast. I am so excited to be back and replenish with a renewed perspective. And feeling so light. I'm hoping that this is how I will end my year as well. But how are you doing? How have you been? When last did you check in with yourself? What is your spirit calling you to do in this season? And what is your body asking from you? Have you taken time to tune in, to listen, and to slow down? How are you doing? So just to check in with you first, I hope that you're good. I hope that you've been taking care of your good spirit and and just listening to your body, you know, during this time. You know, one thing I'm realizing is that ease is uncomfortable and rest is uncomfortable for a black woman. Just saying this reminds me of my mom, how every time I go home, I'd find her busy, just being busy, even when she could choose rest, you know. Um, The body does not recognize rest. As women, our relationship with rest can be foreign. But in fact, that is when we tap into our divine feminine energy, Just being and knowing that our value does not diminish when we choose rest for ourselves. So what are you choosing in this season? Are you choosing to do more? Or are you just choosing to listen to your body and give it rest in this season? So speaking of rest and just being, can we talk about the magical experience at the Art of Being Retreat? For those who don't know, we hosted a retreat in collaboration with Among the Lilies Esimagade Bush Camp on the 8th to the 10th of November, which was two weeks ago. I think I speak for all women when I say the experience definitely created a shift in us in the most beautiful and healing way. It planted a seed most of us will never forget to come back to and to nurture. One thing I know is that all of the women who were at the retreat needed the retreat because they were there. And the experience was enriched by the unique ingredient or other qualities each one had to offer for the magic we co-created that every one of us needed in that moment. We all got to witness what it looks like to be open and discover the light and love that resides in all of us in the most beautiful yet different ways to fully embrace the difference and show up in the most authentic and freeing way. I think there was a moment at the bonfire when we were sitting under the solid black sky when... I was in deep awe of how divinely loved we were to experience each other in that way, to share our stories so vulnerably, laugh, eat, create and affirm each other and just breathe with ease together. I knew that God was satisfied just looking at us with pride, love and contentment. So I wanted to take this moment to give thanks to everyone who made this experience possible A special thank you to Mbumi from Among the Lilies for collaborating with me on this experience. We did the thing, sis. Thank you, thank you so much for you. 
to Spilila for guiding us on the mat and leading our meditations. Thank you, sis. To Lorenza for capturing the experience and moments we will forever treasure. Thank you, sis. To the founder of Nimala Juice, Motabi and her team. Thank you, sis, for your affirming, resounding yes. When you dropped you the email asking to partner with you, you were all in from the onset and didn't ask too many questions. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being our juice sponsor. Our guests were nourished for most activities that we did at the retreat. So thank you so much. To our host, Melissa from Smagade Bush Camp, who may not get to hear this, shout out to you for hosting us with so much love and care and for making sure that our food was so good we wouldn't stop talking about it. And lastly, but most importantly, to our real MVPs, the ladies that co-created this experience with us, Pablo, Zukiswa, Kama, Zintle, Tato, Pilile, Moteo, Mulebucheng, Lisedi, Shungu, and Cindy, thank you, thank you, thank you for being amazing and loving. Yeah, for just being you. Thank you. So on this episode, I wanted to share gifts or lessons that I personally derived from this experience. Um, as you would see from the title of this episode, Gifts from this Retreat, what I learned from this experience. There was a whole lot more, but I wanted to share the ones that landed deeply with me, what came up for me from the experience. The retreat was a three-day gathering experience, but when I zoom out, the retreat was actually a three-month-long experience of soul-searching, deep work, and self-inquiry. I spoke myself out of sharing this first one too many times, but I realized that maybe it's not for everyone, but just the one person who has been waiting to hear this. Maybe this is for you. And if it's for you, I'd also love to hear it because I personally struggled, as I said, to share it, but also struggled with it so much. But yeah, let's head on to it. So the first lesson, gifts from this experience. While preparing the experience, I was reading the book titled What Happened to You by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah. Some of you have read the book and know about the book. I had been gifted this book like months ago by Dee, who's a sister that listened to the podcast. The book opened me up in ways that I needed um, in that moment when I was reading it. So I'm grateful for the time in which my spirit decided it was ready to read the book. I might do a review on this one. Some of the good days, as I would highly recommend it for getting to know yourselves better, more so in a neuroscientific way. And just giving context to our stories, which is such an important thing and a big part of healing. I am assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, you are on your healing journey. So definitely this is a beautiful book to read. The book made me when I was at the intersection of wanting to show up fully as myself and embody this work. But my body resisted the idea of it. And in that moment would normally experience anxiety just from the thought of it. As I said, I was preparing for this experience and, and my body was experiencing so much anxiety. This tug war really left me with so much resentment towards my anxiety because it felt like I was self-sabotaging the experience I wanted to step into. So the book was able to glue things for me and give context to my story and why I was having these experiences and yet yearning so much to do the work, to show up for myself in ways which I haven't, you know, to embody fully who I wanted to become as opposed to who I was trapped and so used to being. 
as I always share that there is a part of us that gravitates or that leans towards what we are called to do. And when you find yourself at a point where there is also a part of you that is pulling you back whilst you are trying to show up in ways which you haven't before, it helps to seek help or to find help or to find even books that help you understand what is pulling you behind so that you deal with it and you are able to actually confront it and face it and be able to also approach it with love and softness as opposed to resentment because resentment will never heal anything. So this was the book for me that actually glued things to be able to recognize that we've had decades long of life encoding on our subconscious. And sometimes the place of unconscious reference will be the old familiar narrative before we can consciously tap into the new narrative that we are weaving for ourselves that we are hoping to lean towards. So the book actually puts it in a neuroscientific way and speaks about the brainstem being the, the first place of reference when you are experiencing a stressful situation. So it will tap into the brainstem before it actually gradually gets to the cortex part, which is when you are able to reason and think and therefore bring your awareness to the situation, knowing that it is safe. Even though the body recognizes as a familiar, threatening situation, when you are able to recognize that this place is safe and I am safe, you are able to think and choose and gain control as well on how you want to experience this new life unfolding. The book speaks about how our earliest experiences have a huge influence on how we see ourselves and relate to the world how much of what we know is largely informed on our very early experiences, what we endured, what we saw modeled for us, and what we were told to be and not to be, how we know ourselves and see ourselves can be through those lenses. So just understanding that our body remembers and holds memory too helped me approach my anxieties and fears with so much love and compassion and being able to relate to my body experiencing anxiety in a different way just affirming it that we are here and we are safe in this new experience. So that helped me calm my body eventually. I think for now, this is the book that I will be speaking about a lot until I find the next one. So to learn a new thing, one must learn to embody it. And it will sure feel uncomfortable at first because it's new to our systems. But continuing to expose yourself to experiences that reinforce the old narrative that you are wanting to move away from, that is self-sabotage. So moving away is choosing to see beyond the world that was handed to you when you were born. Introducing whatever it is you feel resonates with your truer selves and exposing yourself to it as often as possible is cultivating the new narrative your mind has not yet been exposed to and one that you want to live in and embody fully. I think this is what we refer to when we talk about embodiment, embodying the life that you want to live and embodying your higher self pretty much you know holistically just being and living at the center of that life learning that you're worthy of experiencing yourself in a new refreshing way and taking up space with more ease it was important to me that i empty myself be an open and available vessel to allow god in so anxiety standing on my way really felt like self-sabotage 
So in preparing for this experience and going into the experience, I stayed open and curious to wanting to experience myself in a new way. Wanting to show up for the experience fully as I was and find out what it is that the experience would bring out in me. To understand ourselves better, we have to understand our shadows, what we've forgotten, disowned or suppressed. We have to visit that place. And sometimes we deny ourselves new experiences that would be our chance at getting to know ourselves better or knowing who we are called to be. But just because it will require us to show up in ways we have never before or that are uncomfortable, we much rather stay in what is safe and what is familiar to us and not really get to grow and expand ourselves. And the second one, which actually goes along with this, which is around our sense of worthiness. We were taught how to be humans, but never were we taught how to be human beings. The being part is what often gets left neglected and not much time in our day is dedicated towards tending to this part. Our days are flooded with our humanness and this imbalance has created emptiness, disharmony and dis-ease in our lives. Life has been about constantly doing, performing for acceptance and chasing goals just a perpetual means to an end and we've learned to engage with life from this worldview of doing which reinforces the idea that our worthiness and value is attached to how much we get done or achieve and hence many of us are good at hiding our trauma with what we have achieved if understanding that our spirits are having a human experience we should understand that there is the awareness and there is the conditioned Because we are not taught to cultivate awareness, we attach who we are to what happened to us. We engage the human part more than we sit in the awareness of who we truly are. I believe that God made us human beings with the intention to experience both and to find harmony between these two realms, pretty much to bring heaven on earth. So to restore the deep meaning and doubt in our lives takes in setting time for just being to just be in our own company, flow with what brings us pleasure and joy, even when at first it will feel very unfamiliar to the body or our mind may recognize it as unproductive, like I spoke to it earlier. Sometimes the body recognizes ease or rest as unfamiliar and foreign to us. And learning the art of being is finding harmony between the human part and the being part and untangling our worthiness on how much we get done. Taking time for presence opens a window to our divinity. It is soul care to nurture ourselves with breath, ease, play, art, which is no means to an end, but an invitation to the only dimension more real, which is this moment, the now. Soul care is self-care when we ritualize coming back to our body, to this moment, to our breath, and more often as we can, to come back here. It is all about finding harmony in our lives without having to escape it. Allow yourself access to all of you. Learn to witness all of you. And that's exactly how I'm learning to relate to worthiness in my life. And this experience has gifted me with that sort of awareness. So what I've come to know for sure from just those two gifts, which was around bringing context to my anxieties and learning to approach them with so much love and compassion as opposed to resentment and just understanding my worthiness and our worthiness 
I've come to know for sure that you will only grow and expand to the extent which you're willing to heal and to witness yourself in a new way. And a part of that takes opening up to the parts of you that you have not welcomed yourself in. Really sitting with yourself. And the truth is, healing cannot be outsourced. Healers are only there to hold space for you while you do the work. It's fundamentally your responsibility. And just the last gift from this experience, which was so beautiful to actually witness live. I mean, in this virtual world, I only get to know about it virtually. And, and just in small one-on-one relationships that I have with people, I got to see and witness that we can heal in community. We really can. Sometimes our trauma has a way of making us believe that we are alone in this and the experiences we face are unique to us. But when we share, we free another person in the room who's also listening and we all have something that someone needs to hear. I was in awe to witness the divine come through for all the women who were at the retreat. How the stories each one felt compelled to share was exactly the message that the other woman needed. It affirmed to me that God's voice is really abundant. And just by opening up ourselves, we get to experience that. And lastly, the experience also made me realize how spaces like this are needed. Yeah. And sometimes we forget the bigness of our work. And this work of healing is needed by all of us. But coming to this podcast and creating this podcast, I was also inspired by others who are doing the work. There's a community of light workers growing in this continent and in our country who are doing incredible work. And I hope that someday I'll have them here on the podcast or some way get to share their work maybe on the website that I'm currently building. I think first I need to also just grow my capacity and maybe build a team that will help me increase my capacity to take in more work and do more work that is needed in this world. But I do also believe that there are other platforms that do offer this healing work that are incredible. And I will get to share them as I move along. And I hope that we'll also bring them here in this space. And wrapping up this episode, since being the season of rest, I wanted to share some questions to reflect on or journal on whatever you usually do and that's comfortable and easy to you. If you are finding yourself resisting rest, this one is for you. And I will share these journaling prompts over the weekend on our social media page and on our monthly newsletter. Yay! Now we have the website, so we'll start talking about the monthly newsletters. For now, I can only do monthly because, woof, child, I, I sometimes get so overambitious with doing so much work. So I need to do what's practical for me. So these are the journaling or questions you can reflect on that can help you in the season. First one, ask yourself, what is my relationship with worthiness? Am I not worthy of rest? What fears come to me when I think about rest? And what do I associate it with? Perhaps rest makes you think that you'll be missing out or there's more productive work that you should be doing but aren't you deserving of your time? And ask yourself, does this narrative about rest serve me? How can I relate or redefine rest for myself in a way that brings harmony to my life? Because 
for now, I think we realize that balance is a bit hard, but the least we can do is to find harmony in our lives. How do you replenish as you give to the world, as you continue to, to do deep work in this world? How does rest look like for you as you are doing that work? And recognize that your value does not diminish when you decide to choose rest for yourself too. Those are the questions. I'll also be sharing them, as I said, on our social media page. If you're not following us on Instagram, do follow us. We are Living Content Podcast on Instagram. And I'd love to continue to serve this community in ways which would be helpful in your journey. So please continue to share and send me the topics or questions that you would like to hear me engage on this podcast, either solo or with the guests. And if you do have a guest in mind that you'd like to hear more of, also send that through. And just also another way which I'm loving engaging with you is through voice notes, like the exchange of voice notes that happen in our DMs. I get so excited to hear your voices and I would love to also get to share them here. So I'll add a link here on the show notes where you can send your voice notes through Anchor, which is our podcast host. I'd really love to just really share this podcast together. Be it a question or just your review, do share that through a voice note or just through the DM, whatever is comfortable to you. Yeah, so that's it for today. Thank you for spending time with me here. Let's meet again next week. For now, keep well and take care. Chat soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate you for being here. Please remember to share your love openly here by subscribing, sharing these episodes, and also just adding your feedback on the reviews. So this podcast can also be easily found by those in similar journeys and needing the message here. I would love to hear how the podcast is helping you. So do share that too with me and be sure to check the podcast out on Instagram. Keep well, chat to you soon.